What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Kev, on stage with the luxurious and luxurious, lovely and luxurious... Miss Kev on stage. We are here in sunny Los Angeles, California, on this, our Independence Day. And at this moment, our children are doing the dishes. And it brought to us the thought that we are raising our children quite differently than we were raised. Even though we wanted to, in a sense, right? Did you welcome the people? Yeah. I feel like you never do a welcome. Okay, I feel like you, you should... do the welcome for the first time attenders and the visitors. I feel like you You're should... You're right. Welcome these people. Let's start over. <laughs> What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Kev on Stage, here with the lovely and luxurious... Miss Kev on Stage. And welcome to the Love Hour Thank podcast you. with your hosts, Marriage Champions, because we believe... In love and the holy and sanctimonious <laughs> vows of marriage. If you haven't been here before, welcome. If you like the podcast, make sure to rate us on iTunes and share there with a friend. Go. Ratings help us because they make it more easy. More for, easy. I was say more easier <laughs> for potential listeners to find our podcast. So if you have a good time, please be sure to give us a five-star rating and share with a friend. And now into our topic. <laughs> That, that was better? much better. Um, we're here in sunny Los Angeles, California, and we are getting ready to celebrate the 4th of July. Our kids are in the background kitchen doing the dishes, and me and my wife have talked about this often, but we're only doing it for the first time in podcast form. We are raising our children much differently, much differently? Much differently. Much differently than we were raised. Number one reason is we have more money than our parents had. Yes. But I don't... Yeah. So you don't... Okay. For example. <laughs> when we were younger, if your mom or your dad asked you where you want to eat, you would say McDonald's. Probably. Yes. More likely than not. If we ask our nine-year-old, he will say Benihana. He really said Benihana when I asked. I picked him up from school a couple of weeks ago and was like, hey guys, let's go get some food. Where do you want to go? And my son, out of his mouth, the first thing that he thought of was Benihana. I just feel like I have a problem. It's like, I don't know. I feel two ways about it. The first way is that I'm happy I, because the goal in life is to do better than the generation before. Your parents yeah. sacrifice so that you can get further ahead. Then you sacrifice. So your kids, you work and you grind and you do all these things so your kids can be better off than you were. But then you do that and then you feel like y'all are spoiled. Yes. Because I didn't know what a Benny or a Hana was <laughs> until I was a teenager. Teenager? Yes. We didn't know what Benny Hanas was until we moved to here. No, they have Benny Hanna in Washington. I've never been. Hell, well, Sakura I, ain't Benihana. No, there's an actual Benihana in Washington. I never heard of it. I worked in a coal mill when no I was a kid. There. Anyway, the point is that it wasn't even a thought that crossed my mind. And sometimes I'd be feeling some type of way about it. Because I don't know if we're doing... I feel like I'm not doing the kids how I was raised. And to some extent, some of the way that I was raised are like foundational things that you I feel like the kids need for life but we just I don't know we'd be doing things differently what do we do you feel like it's a foundational thing to be broke because <laughs> <laughs> that's probably the only it's funny I say this a lot of times on Periscope but it was so true when we went to prom 
I took you to the most expensive restaurant that I could think of. Where did we go? Red Lobster. We didn't go to Red Lobster. We absolutely did. No, we didn't. We no, went. not prom. I'm not not prom. Homecoming. Or one of those. I don't think we did. No, we went to no, Stanley and Seaforce we for prom. We went to Stanley and Seaforce. But prior to that, I think it was homecoming. Or one of those dances, we went to Red Lobster. I don't remember that. Okay, so now you don't remember when I no, took you? No, I don't. I think you're I gave you the Admiral's it. Feast. I get you the Admiral's Feast. I, think I got you the Admiral's Feast. Dramatic split. effect. Anyway, at one point in my life, Red Lobster was the most expensive restaurant that I knew about. And my kids went to Red Lobster for the first time, like... <laughs> Three Not that long ago, ago, when Lemonade came when out. When Lemonade came out, and uh, I did something to my wife, so she took me to Red Lobster. Shut up. Am I right? But they have been not only to restaurants. Okay, they have been. Here's when it really stuck for me. It wasn't Benihana's. It was before that. We took our kids to Disneyland, maybe two or three years ago. When first, yeah, like yeah, about yeah. two or three years ago. Then the next Christmas, we took them on a cruise. Which we didn't first go on until we were like 26. We were good and married. Good and married. We weren't 26. Because oh. I was pregnant with Isaiah. 23 then. Yeah. 24, 23. Anyway. So now, we fast forward to our, this last Christmas and we go... First of all, we fly all the way across the country to visit Melissa's family mm-hmm. in um, Atlanta yeah. in North Carolina. And... We surprise our kids at the end of our Atlanta trip. They think we're going to the airport to go home. And we surprise them with the, hey, we're going to Disney World. And they were just like, oh, cool. And we were like, not like cool. Like the first time we took them to Disneyland, they were like, yeah. No, they were completely unimpressed with Disney World. But when we told them about Disney World. They didn't even want to go the second day. They were just like, yes. Like, just excited as you would have if you were taking them to the park. Yeah. And I immediately was like, y'all are spoiled. Is it really spoiled or they're just used to a certain lifestyle? Why does it bother us? Because we want... Because when we were younger, first of all, I didn't go to Disney at all. Until we took our children. That was the first time we went to Disneyland. Both of us. So, the thought of... We were 30, 38, and 6. Right. (laughs) So... The thought of my parents taking me to Disney, any the Disney store <laughs> <laughs> at eight years old was like uh, a huge deal. Yes. And the fact that the kids are like, psh, psh, that makes me feel like. They weren't ungrateful. They just, it was but just it like. it makes me feel like. They weren't blown away. Right. But I feel like you should be. You should be. I would have been. But see, this is the thing. This is definitely a catch-22 because they don't know that life. I know, but that's why I feel like we have a responsibility to... To what? Make them feel broke. Yes, to understand the privilege and appreciate it more. Because all kids don't have that privilege and ability and that... Their parents aren't in a financial... Most parents are... Or not most, because a lot of A lot of kids. Yeah. But, a lot of kids could go, a lot of kids can't go. Right. But most of us, when we were younger, we didn't come from a privileged background. Their sacrifice, it's just the same like understanding the sacrifices of our ancestors to understand how you are able to get where you are today. Like, there's a certain appreciation that you need to have. But see, the thing about that is, is that our parents felt like we grew up the I know. same way. And I get it now because I feel like my kids are. 
Because our parents, although they were broke boys <laughs> and girls, the fact that they could take us to McDonald's was like, y'all don't even know. I know. Y'all eating at a restaurant. For real. When they I was a kid, we ate beavers. Yes. Sugar sandwiches. And we were on WIC. Do you even know what a sugar sandwich is? Yes. Well, it's a, a sugar sandwich. A sugar sandwich? <laughs> yes, I know. But our parents had you to eat charcoal eat it, sandwich. Yes, I did. You ate a ketchup sandwich? I ate sugar sandwich. I ate ketchup sandwich. I ate uh, mayonnaise sandwiches with my white friends. <laughs> we ate a lot of ramen noodles. A lot. I know. We all should have. SpaghettiOs. Have you tasted SpaghettiOs lately? Gross. How did we like those SpaghettiOs? And That's another thing. Your kids don't even like, never liked SpaghettiOs. SpaghettiOs are gross. But I like them. I think you like them because, again, when we were growing up, there was no choice. This is what you are eating or you are going hungry. I want my kids to have not, ha- I want my kids to feel like they have the choice that they have. I've spoken to You service. what? <laughs> I want them to feel like that's eat this or go hungry. That's our problem. Our son likes steak medium well. Like who? Like our nine year old is like, can I get a porterhouse, please? Medium well and a glass of Pinot. I got everything well done up until three years ago. Tell <laughs> us a medium well. No, I don't like red or blood. So can you cook it through and through, please? Can I speak with the sous chef, please? I, I want a what? special cutlet of my beef. This is crazy. And don't even talk about toys. I didn't have toys. I didn't have toys. I had a job. For I worked real. I worked in a steel mill when I was four Shut months up. old. No lie though, I had a paper route for a long time. Yeah, I know. I had a I had a a lawn care business when I was like thirteen. I would go around and cut people's lawns. But see there's the other thing is your kids are actors, so they have some of their own money. I don't care. Technically they're working. Cause look at, oh, I get what you're saying. Part time. So we get mad at them, but are they on Nickelodeon? Not no Yes, they're Nickelodeon Canada right now, girl. They're famous, eh? That was my Canada, my Canada thing. But we, me and Melissa, struggle with this all the time because as parents, you just want to do the best you can, and you feel like just. I guess we just feel like we're giving them too much. I feel like you give them too much. I do because I was broker than you. <laughs> I absolutely. You don't know give what them. my broke levels were. You had a nanny. Oh my God! Did you have a nanny? Did you have a nanny? I was my own nanny. <laughs> we had to live with nanny because it was cheaper for us and cheaper for her because she didn't have a place to stay. It was no different than your auntie and your grandma living all in the same house. No, because grandma had a wheelchair and she didn't have nowhere to go. <laughs> she had our last name. We were in Germany. We didn't have family over there. But you had a nanny. Yeah, we took hops. For those of you who don't know, a hop is a military plane. When you need to go somewhere, it's you don't have a cargo plane. It's a cargo plane, so if you don't have money, <laughs> literally, if you don't have enough money to fly somewhere, you can go on a hop. But since it's a cargo plane, the seats face backwards. Yes. So you're flying forward and the seats face backwards. Yes. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. And Just you because can... you have cargo doesn't mean yeah. the seats can't. But you can feel that you're backwards. I know. I can't imagine. You rode a hop before? No. Oh. I went on a roller coaster and went backwards. <laughs> We took them all, like, every summer when we were in Germany. See, that's the other thing. I was just thinking about that Christmas. Our first Christmas in L.A., remember? We took them to Disneyland. Came home, and you were like, I don't want to be home with no family. So we packed our clothes again and took them to Las Vegas. I know. So I asked my sons, what do they want to do for summer? And my son, Jojo, said, I want to go to the park. 
And Zay Zay's like, I want to go to Vegas and see a 4D movie theater. I was like, you want, this is, shouldn't be an option for you. That's what I'm saying. This should not be an option for you. But that's, that's the Catch-22 that we have. It's, it's feeling like our kids are spoiled because they have a better life than we have. I, I, I honestly, Liz, I just think parents deal with that every in every generation. Can you imagine if I build this entire empire of multimedia <laughs> Frederick's family holdings and you become the the best uh New York Times best selling author and speaker and you and your kids become great television action movie stars and writers and directors. Imagine what their kids like we don't even have as big of a jump as Diddy. I know. Look at Russell Simmons kids. I know. Russell was broke and grew up in Hollis and he sent his daughters to Switzerland to go to boarding school. And that's just one generation. I just think that's crazy. So we don't I have it I wonder how he that. reconciles that. It was funny. He's one time rich, he was... been rich for so long. He probably don't even... Been too rich for too long. Mm-hmm. That I can't be without you. He remember when we were in his office one time. It was me, Doughboy, and Russell. He was like, man, our kids are growing up so fast, man. Guys, it's crazy that I had to send my kids to boarding school. <laughs> what did you guys do? And we were just like... He was like, y'all are broke. Y'all don't have to do a fall. I was like, no, we don't have the opportunity to send our kids to boarding school. We can't even get them a surfboard. And you send them to Switzerland? Right. Not even a boarding school in America, in Switzerland. I don't know. But I digress. The other thing that's different is we, uh, there's not as much corporal punishment. Uh, whoopings? Yep. I was trying to sound dignified because we're on <laughs> iTunes. But we don't whoop our kids. It's a different day and age. It's totally a different day and age. People will call the cops on you. That's not even what bothers me. I'm never afraid that somebody's going to call the cops on me. What are you afraid of then? I'm not even afraid of anything. It just doesn't seem like, for us, it's not the most... Well, I think the other part is that we've gotten more educated to know that whoopings aren't the solution to all. Yes. Back, you know, before, it wasn't no talking. Ain't no talking. (laughs) There's just crying. And- you, there's just crying and whoopings. You talk back, you shut up, and you will get beat. <laughs> like, there were no, none of this, you know, let's have a conversation about it, and let's evaluate it, and let's sit down and talk about it, and how do you feel about it, and let's find the appropriate punishment. No. You stepped on, you, took, you walked in the house with your shoes on, whooping. You spilled water, whooping. You broke a glass, whooping. You brought home a D, whooping. Like, that was the solution. And the thing is, as kids, we didn't do anything. I, I, I was talking about this with somebody, or I saw it on Twitter, and he was saying that getting whooped all the time didn't make you want to stop doing stuff. That's what I'm saying. It just made you want to be more careful. And you weren't not doing something because of the action. You just didn't want to get whooped. But I guess the result is the same, as long as you didn't do it. But a lot of times, it just made kids sneakier. Exactly. And in some ways, our kids have it more difficult because, like, we even cry. Me and Melissa whine about this all the time, but our kids have never known a life without wireless internet. Mm-hmm. Wi-Fi. They have had free Wi-Fi in their home their whole life. That's crazy. They don't even know. We were talking about this. I know. We were talking about this last night. Yeah. They don't. America Online, chat rooms, dial-up. Knowledge is anything my son life wants to know. Netflix. Is Google Netflix? They don't even turn on cable. They don't even worry that Ninja Turtles comes on at three thirty and is off at four, so I have to rush home because Netflix is always on. So they just go and find what they want to watch, and I just don't like it. I want them to have a sucky life that I did, but I don't though because I don't because I want them to have a good life. 
But I, I wonder how... It's not that I don't want them to have a good life. Sometimes I think I wonder how all of that privilege would impact them as adults. So I like feel they'll be like entitled? Yes. I feel like there's urgency and there's motivation and there's grind developed in you as a result of the struggle. And when you've been giving... Giving... When you've been given so much and you have such a privilege, like think about celebrities who grew up poor and then became celebrities and then think about their children who've accomplished as much as they have. Right. There's not very many because they grow up so privileged. They don't have that same motivation. They just become socialites. Like Jaden Smith. Yes. And Willow Smith. Or actually more like Paris Hilton. Yeah. Yes. She's just a socialite. All the even um, Russell Simmons's Russell Simmons's Russell Simmons nieces. Yeah, I mean they did develop like a shoe brand for a little while, but a lot of what they do is just. But is that is it their fault though? No, but I wonder if that lack of motivation could be different if they didn't have. But who's to say they have a lack of motivation? Like Joe and Zay, they're very motivated to do things. Joe's very motivated to be the best at soccer, and he works really hard, and he practices. And Zay works on his creative yeah, stuff. He writes see, stories and stuff. See, just stop. Because you just said soccer. What? What else is he going to work on right now? He's seven. Black he, kids play basketball and football. Not black kids that grew up with 97% that's, Mexicans that, around them. That's what I'm, like, I just feel like that's privilege. I'm not letting my, and that's another thing. I don't want my kid playing football anymore. And I grew up playing football, but I don't want him to have a concussion. I agree. I don't know. I struggle with it a lot. But what do you want? What would, what, what would a perfect kid look like to you, then, right now? What would their reaction be? Oh, mother, thank you so much for the Disney World. Yes. I never had another. They can't do that when they've already been to Disneyland. When I ask them where they want to go, they still say McDonald's. But here's the thing. Actually, not Burger King. Why, if you've been to Benihana's... And Tony Romo's. And Why you, have we taken them to Benihana's? Because we like it. <laughs> <laughs> but if you've been there 10, 15 times and you don't know that you should only want McDonald's, why should, why wouldn't get, if somebody asked you where you want to go, would you say McDonald's? No, I don't like McDonald's. You go to Benihana's. <laughs> so what, what do you, what do you want from them? I don't know. <laughs> why we struggle with it because it's just like I think what we really want them to do is appreciate how broke we were and be more grateful but it's hard for them because that was never their reality if they went from broke to rich like if we won the lottery or came into some money they might appreciate like man we used to have roaches and whatever but they our kid went to private school they had iPads on the desk we worked hard to put them in private school and they've only known, they've always had two, they never had a car that didn't have power windows. They have two cars. <laughs> We've had two cars their whole life. Just crazy. A house. They have their own room and they don't even sleep in their own room. It's crazy. They got night lights. We had to build fires <laughs> and fight off bears in the wild. The Revenant ain't a movie. That was my childhood. <sighs> so this whole podcast, we just realized that we don't know nothing. We don't know nothing. We don't know anything. We don't know what we want from our kids. I think we just needed to complain and get it off our chest. We don't even send them to church as much. Because like we talked about, there's not as much church. 
when I was a kid, when you were a kid, there was Tuesday, there was Thursday, there was choir rehearsal on Friday, there was Sunday morning and Sunday evening. Life is just different. The church that we go to, there's only Sunday morning service. Life is just different. And I guess that's what it is. With marriage and parenthood, life is just different. And I think we're doing a good job of making them be grateful because I remember we used to buy them toys all the time and then we were like, we? well, you said it, so I listened. I said what? That we need to stop buying them as much toys. Oh, but we did not buy them. You bought them. <laughs> you didn't I... grow up as poor as I did. I played with vacuum cleaner pieces as guns. Yeah, but I, we didn't grow with a whole, whole bunch of money either. You did grow with a nanny. Oh, my God. But yeah, I'm the one over here struggling with making sure they feel some type of relation to this brokenness. <laughs> and you want to talk And about I don't them. want them to feel broke. I think that's the problem. <laughs> I don't want them to feel broke. <laughs> oh, man. We don't know what we're doing with parenthood or life. Oh, we just came here and realized that we don't even know what we want from them. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, guys, we learned something today. We learned that we're expecting something that's not going to happen. <laughs> and just do the best you can with what we can. Now it's time for our announcements. Melissa has a book coming out. Are we in church? Yep. That was a it's time for our segue. Terrible segue. Terrible. Uh, just terrible. You can... This will come out before the Gapfest. Yes. Um... Uh, I have a book that I wrote called The Journey to Self-Love. It is a self-help book with a little bit of a autobiography. Um, mm-hmm. Twinge. Overcast. overcast. Um, so it's just about my life or it's, yeah, it's about my testimony of overcoming low self-esteem and insecurities um, that affected me from childhood into adulthood and into my marriage. And it will be available for sale, hard copy, and digital beginning August 5th, I believe, will be the release date. Um, if you're interested, you can follow me on social media at Miss Come On Stage, and I will have details there. I also am a part of a women's conference that is taking place in Atlanta, Georgia, August 5th, 6th, and 7th um, at the B-Loft. If you're interested in attending, you can buy tickets and register at loveyourselfgabfest.eventbrite.com Tickets are $40 until July 8th and then they are This will come out after July 8th. Oh, then the late fee kicks in. So, late fee coming. Yeah. Um, And that's it. You can follow me on social media at Miss Kev on Sage on Instagram, Miss Kev on Sage on Twitter, and Melissa Fredericks on the book. And I'm Kev on Sage everywhere. Facebook, Twitter, Periscope, Instagram, Snapchat, my favorite social media app right now. So uh, follow us there. And I want you guys to know we've been on. We're back. It's our (laughs) third week in a row on time. And you guys should be happy about that because we are. Have a great day. Make sure to tell a friend you love them. Turn to your neighbor and say, God is able. And amen. (laughs)